Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you that there's no one like you. Father, we thank you that your mercies are new every morning. Thank you for who you are in our lives. Thank you that when we have even gone astray, you still had faith in us. You sent your son to come and die to save us. Father, this morning we lift our hands and we declare your glory. We say let your name be praised in our lives, be exalted, be lifted. In all we do, let the praise and the honor be unto you. We give you all the adoration, Lord. Father, we worship you. We adore you. Oh, yes, we lift your name on high. And we declare that there's no one like you. May we love you even as you have loved us. Father, we thank you. This morning we say have your way and let your will be done in our lives. Do something new. Lord, change our situation. Heal our bodies. Heal our minds. Restore the joy of our salvation. And Lord, we call on you. Father, we call on you this morning. Have your way. Have your way. We pray for the spirit of wisdom. We pray for the spirit of understanding. We pray above all that your will will unfold this morning. We came to meet with you, Lord. We came to hear from you, Lord. We came to be touched by you. Let none of us here under the sound of my voice, watching by the television, through the Facebook, wherever you are, may you receive a touch. May you be perfected. Oh, may you be restored in the mighty name of Jesus. Your faith will never fail. May the Lord lift you from where you are. May he touch you. I pray, oh yes, that his power will redeem us from every trap of the enemy. Father, we give you all the glory for who you are, what you do, and what you've done. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. amen. And amen. amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Well, I want to wish all fathers, would-be fathers, potential fathers, stepfathers, I'm wishing you happy Father's Day, including runaway fathers. Say, Pastor, why are you wishing runaway fathers happy Father's Day? Well, they were fathers before they ran away. 
They were fathers before they ran away. So we are not coming to the runaway part. We say happy Father's Day. We have not, we have not come to what the father has done. Hello? Yeah, so everyone here today, you need to wish your father happy Father's Day. How many have already sent a message you called your father to say happy Father's Day? Wow. Oh, keep your hand lifted. Those who are here to do, please do it after service or something. I, I noticed that, you know, when Bishop said that the world is made up of I mean, 8 billion ungrateful people. It's true. But sometimes when wisdom speaks, it looks far-fetched. You see, when some things are said, it looks like, oh, it can't be true. But it, it, it's true. It's true that the world is filled with ungrateful people. We rather look for opportunity to complain about what we could have had that we don't have than to thank God for what he has already given to us. And sometimes some people are even angry with God himself. There are people who are angry with God himself, but uh, because he's a good father, he forgives us. Hallelujah. But, I mean, when you read the Bible, you notice that the one of the painful things we have done to ourselves is to have a certain mind against a father. Even in the fall of Adam and Eve, you notice that they had a certain mind. So when they fell, they thought of solving the problem. So they sowed leaves to cover themselves. But when the father came, he gave them a, a, a leather dress he gave them something that was permanent. I mean, something better than even in the fall. So I think that one of the mistakes that we have made or we keep making is not to have a certain disposition towards fathers. Because fathers are a little different from mothers. Is it okay to talk about fathers on Father's Day? Hello? Are you here? Can I talk about fathers? Yeah. You know, the father's love is a little different from the mother's love. The father's love is the one that will beat the nonsense out of you. But the mother's love spoils the children. Are you, are you understanding that the mother, no, don't do this. Let them do. I don't want them to cry, but the father wants you to cry. Because when you cry, you will not die. I, I don't know why mothers don't want children to cry. Especially when the children are screaming, he said, no, give it to it. I said, no, 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 no. Let you cry more. Let the person cry more. It, it will be okay. You get it. Mothers, we are to crying. Emotional things. The crying is too much. Yes. But the father says that, no, the right thing is the right thing. Even he can cry his head off. I, I, I have not, I have not seen it. He said that the two people are dead. The mother is dead. The father is dead. The mother is, I mean, worried, but the father is like nothing has happened. So the children they know. 
So when they want to do something, they wait till the mother is around before they cry. Because when they cry and the mother is not there, this cry will not produce any results. We want the people who will respond to the cry. And as little as even three months old, they know all these things. They know the one who lies crying or who when they cry, something will come out of. And they know the ones that they are crying will not produce anything. So yeah, let me not spoil my, my voice. Let me wait for the right person to cry before. I, am I saying the truth? Yeah. So sometimes the children, they play the fathers and the mothers. They can, they can dribble you. Are you here? So this uh, beautiful, warm morning, I want us to talk about the seven signs, seven signs of a true son or daughter. The seven signs. If you are a daughter, a true son, a true daughter, what what will be the signs? Because everybody says I'm a daughter. Everybody says I'm a son. But how will you know? So the preaching is very short and very simple. We talk about it. We mention it. Just seven of them. We mention it. We explain it. And we will be out of here. Amen. Is that not what you are looking for? Yeah. So because listen to me. When you go into your garage and you stand in the garage and you begin to shout, I am BMW, I am Benz, I am Benz. It doesn't make you Benz. Hello? Do you want to try? Do you want to try? If you want to try, you can try. Go into your garage if you have one and stand there and say, that I am Benz. I am the latest Benz. I am. You see, the fact that you are shouting that you are a Benz does not make you a car. There are things that makes a car a car. Amen. A car must have what? Four wheels. Hmm? It must have a body. It must, must, must have an engine. It must have seat. It must have a wiper. Different thing. Different thing. I mean, you cannot say you're a car and you have only two legs. Maybe, yeah, what kind of a car? I mean, one day there were these guys who said they were going to drop a, a lady. <laughs> you know, when we were in the student center. So I asked, how are you going? They said, oh, uh, these guys are going to drop me. And I said, oh, okay. With four cars. Not knowing that they are not using cars. I mean, they are accompanying the... <laughs> They are walking with the ladies to their residence, but to them, they are dropping the lady. I said, ah, is that how to drop a So I did not know whether it was a confession or they feel that they are cast. <laughs> and even, even recently, I've heard, oh, we will drop them. And I'm saying that, how will you drop them? So we'll, we'll take them there. With what guys? So we, we will follow them. We'll, that is not dropping. That is not dropping. Are you here? Yeah. So you know, 
that is one of the things that we need to learn this morning because there is a blessing in being a son. There is a blessing in being a daughter. And if you are not a daughter, you are not a son, there are blessings that you are cut off, out of. You, you know, things are spiritual. When you come to the church, like Jesus said, that, that the time is coming when the true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Yeah, you will do yourself good to be a son or a daughter. Very, very important. Are you here? Yeah, we know the scripture that says uh, we have 10,000 of instructors but not many fathers. It did not say we have one father. But in Matthew chapter 23, verse number 9, Matthew chapter 23, verse number 9, Jesus was speaking and he said something that I need you to look at. He said, and call no man a father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. You know, the reason why the Bible says that no one person can be a father, Jesus is talking about. No one person can be a father. Because that's why only God has the ability to be a father in that sense. Hello? Because every father, even now, when I look at my own children, there are things that I, I cannot, uh, I wish somebody will pastor them. Do you understand? Yeah. There are things that your father did not talk to you about. Your mother did not talk to you about. That you, I mean, they should. But you see that as far as their fatherhood and motherhood is concerning, there are topics. There are issues that they did not even scratch the surface. Meanwhile, they are supposed to be your parents. So when we speak about a father, it's the all-encompassing care, total care that comes. And the Bible says that there's no one person on earth who is able to give that total care. Only God the Father. Only God the Father. Hallelujah. Only God the Father has the ability to give the total care from the day you were conceived until the day you die. Only God the Father has the ability to take you through. Some of you, even the way you dress, you see that your mother couldn't help you in your dressing. The profession that you want to uh, uh, do or the course you are doing, you notice that you have different people to mentor you and to bring you into understanding. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So you notice that you need different fathers and different mothers physically to be able to become. You cannot just say that my biological father and my biological mother are the only ones. You know, the world has become a little spoiled even since we came around. In those days, in those days, a, a son or a daughter does not have to be your biological son or daughter for you to correct. When children were playing at the uh, uh, playground and they misbehaved, any mother or father who sees you misbehave, oh, will correct you. But today, how many have noticed that today it's not easy to correct somebody's son or somebody's daughter? So, more people are getting spoiled. 
more people are getting, but in, in, in some years, just some few years, just some few years, you will, you, when you see a, a, I mean, a grown-up coming, you will behave well. You will stop all the uh, bad things you are doing. But now, people don't even fear their own parents. Are you here? So, we are talking about what makes you a true son and what makes you a true daughter. As we are, we are celebrating Father's Day today, do you understand? Are you, you said that your father is a runaway father, but are you also a true son or a true daughter? Let's find out. Let's find out whether you are also the true son or a true daughter that you ought to be. Amen. So, if, I mean, you understood all that I've said, I think that 50% of the preaching is done. We will add the other 50. Because it's simple that not just what you are saying, Jesus said to the people, it's not those who say, Lord, Lord, Father, Father, who will come into the kingdom, but those who do the will of the Father. Hallelujah. So not what you are saying. It's not what you are saying. That is also one of the reasons why many people don't understand blessings that accrue to people, but they cannot partake. Because who your father is determine what you will have. There are people who have never worked, and they will not work ever in their life, but they, will, they have monies that they cannot spend so they die. Just because of who their father is. Are you here? Yeah. I just read uh, yesterday that uh, Jeff Bezos, the wife that he divorced, is giving $8 billion to orphanage. He's giving already. He's, she, she, she's, she, she's worth over $60 billion because of who she got married to. You can also change. And this, the, the, the daughter of Bill Gates, 27-year-old, there's money on every side. She may not have to work because of who the father is. Are, are you here? She may not work. She may not do anything, but there's money for her too. So who your father, there are things that come for you. That's why there are also things that come for you. Not only money, but also spiritually, there are things that come for you. Are you here? Yeah, look at the blessings that came over Abraham. It descended upon Isaac. It came over Jacob and all the 12 tribes of Israel. So a blessing can come to you because of who your father is. Hallelujah. And if a blessing comes to you because of who your father is, can I also tell you? Don't tell anybody. There can also be a curse because of who your father is. Yeah. If, if your father was a wizard, he has killed people, did not repent and all that. So there are things that we don't even know where we got it from. Sometimes coming from places. May God have mercy. <laughs> On this Father's Day, may the Father of all spirit have mercy. Amen. Amen. So the first one that we will deal with is 
a son or a daughter resembles the father. Can we say together, a son or a daughter resembles his father? Amen. So when you are a son or you are a daughter, there must be a resemblance. There must be things that when people... Is that not what mothers and fathers always fight over? When mothers give birth, they are always quick to say that, uh, oh, the baby is looking like me. The baby is looking like me. And they are happy about it. If you go and somebody... Let me advise you before you make that mistake. If you go and somebody has given birth, don't go and say that, oh, the baby doesn't look like you. You may not be like though. <laughs> you may, if you see that clearly the baby is even looking like the father. So these children, sometimes when they grow, they change. They, they, you see that they are happy. Uh-huh. You can see that this one is looking like the father. But if you say it, they will not be happy with you. So sometimes they change. Now she's looking a bit different, but when they grow, they change, so we don't know who it will look like. Hey. So in John chapter 14, verse number 9, John chapter 14, verse number 9, are you there? Jesus said unto them, I, have I been so long time with you, and yet has thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Hallelujah. He that has seen me has seen the Father. So there are certain characteristics. There are certain traits. There are certain things that makes a son a true son. Are you there? So the physical resemblance is there. And I don't know whether it's here that I was sharing. That even if physical attributes are not enough to see who is the father or the mother. There are biological attributes that if we find out, we will know. That's why people do paternal tests. They do your DNA. Once you are a son, biologically, your DNA, your genes, and your blood type is the same as that of your father. Hallelujah. Amen. And we need to understand that in the church, in the church also, not I mean, physically, yes, but also in the church. You think about it. Why is it that Jesus came as the son of God when he taught it not robbery to be equal with God? Why did he not come as one of the great prophets? Why did he not come as, I mean, a wonderful uh, uh, preacher or even a king, but he had to come as a son? You know, if you want to understand. So, so many of us, we need to really force. Because you want to do well and you want to come into a place of prominence. But how to come there is to look like your father. The ministry is done by a father with his sons and daughters. So, when God became a man to do the ministry, he came as a son. Because inheritance, you get your surname. How many, I mean, in, in some society, the mothers uh, give their children their uh, surname and all that. But in other places, 
I said, son, or I said, daughter, you don't need to struggle to, we can't, we can't struggle to mention your name or what is your No, Once we know your father, that will be your surname. Is, is that not what normally happens? Yeah. But some of you are having your mother's name. It's okay. There must be a reason for it. That's not what I'm talking about. Whatever the reason is. But look, I am telling you that biologically, whether you like it or not, you have your father's DNA, you have your father's blood group, and you have his genes. You cannot run. Even if you continue shattering, you are not my father. I don't like you. You, you, you can't change it. You can't change it. There's little you can do to change it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, a son or a daughter must resemble the father. Amen. And we also have our spiritual father here to be Bishop Dark Hayward knows. So, if you are a true son, if you are a true daughter of the house, you, there must be resemblance. Do you look like your father? Do you, do you look like your father? How does your father look like? And we are not talking about the physical complexion of the person. We are talking about the spiritual attribute. What does your father stand for? Hello? Let's talk about it. Your rich father, what does he stand for? Your father preaches. Do you preach? Your father teaches. Do you teach? Your father is a shepherd. Are you a shepherd? Your father cares. Do you care? Your father is into the lives of people. Are you into the life of people? Your father is into soul winning. Are you into soul winning? You see, you know, the little baby that is born, she may be, I mean, five weeks old or six weeks old. She will not have beard. He will not have beard as a, a little. Maybe your father has a beard, but you don't have beard. That the, having beard or not is not what makes you look like it. How many understand what I'm? You know, you don't need to have healing Jesus crusade and tracks moving around to look like your father. That is the. Uh, I, I, are you here? Yeah. You don't need to go and also uh, uh, dress in a kaftan. You've gone to wear kaftan. Then that is not what makes you look like your father. That is not what you may even want to find out when your father was at your age, what was he wearing? And I'm always telling the pastors who are wearing boo-boo and Africa print. When your church is 30, 40 members, go and look at when we were in Kolegono. Whether your father was wearing the boo-boo you are wearing. Your, your, your scar is, we can even see the shape of your hair because, I mean, you are not yet married. You have not put on uh, weight. You are not meaty. So we can see the skin of your head. Your jaws are like this. Are you getting it? It's into it. 
your eye is in, inside the socket. Your cheekbones are drawn. It's like that. We see a. It's like a drawing that they have drawn with a pencil. And you have one, your collarbone is there, as though you are into fasting. And you have one Africa print, and you are standing there like an orphan and preaching. You are standing in the name that you, you are following your father. But your father did not wear any of the things you were wearing when he was at your age. When he had even 800 to 1,000 members, he used to dress. You see white shirt, green tie, and wear his jacket. Oh! He has powerful woolen blazers that when he wears, I mean, I can still see them. Brown, check, stripes there. Oh! Nice one. Comes black, black. This, this, nice. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 For my dressing. I mean, but do you look like your father? You say that a son or a daughter resembles the father. Jesus asked Philip, he said, have I been so long with you? And you are asking me of the father. When people come to be with you, would they see who your father is? Would they see your father's passion in you? Would they see his love in you? Would they, have, would they see your father's commitment, a heart in you? It's a question we need to answer. How can you be? I mean, some of us, we are here and we don't even know the books that your father has written. Your father is called Bishop Loyalty, but you don't even know what the subject of loyalty is. Anakazo, Biazo, Anadea, Alos, they are Greek words that even it looks like he put it in the Bible because it's like we have preached and preached and preached from it. The story of the rich man and Lazarus. If he's preaching it with water, can you preach that? Do you look like your father? Hello? See, this may be the reason why you may have a rich father and poor children. Because you have the responsibility. The church is quiet. You have the responsibility to look like your father. Amen. Yeah, in the natural birth, your father gives birth to you and the traits are there. But in, in this spiritual bed, you notice that as you follow, as you follow that, you begin to look. But most of us have not and are not following, so we are not looking like our fathers. Instead of saying that you are a runaway son, you are rather saying that your father is a runaway father. Do you look like your father? Ask the person sitting by you. Ask the person, say that it's not a, uh, you, can't, you can't give me the answer next week. I need the answer now. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, when you even come to church, my biological children, if they are running around, you, 
you will see even resemblance between me and them. Oh? Yeah. So, even without anybody telling you, you can say that, mm. I think we must be able to associate you with Bishop. That when we see the way you do your things, the way you are about the souls, winning souls and doing, we see that, mm. it looks like there's a resemblance. When we look at his passion, how she prays, how she is dedicated, his commitment, this. No, you can see that he looks, she looks like the father. Number two, sons and daughters are forever. I don't know whether you say sons and daughters are forever or a son or a daughter is forever. A son or a daughter is forever. Or sons and daughters are forever. If you've been to school, you, you, you choose the grammar that you want. John chapter 8, verse number 35. John chapter 8, verse number 35. Are you there? Can we read it together? One, go. And the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided forever. Amen. Amen. But what? Servant abided not in the house forever, but a son. The son abided forever. So when you have people who are always ready, the least thing is, I want to leave. You are not a son to start with. You are not a daughter to start. The small, why is it that when there is a problem, the first thing that comes to you, I want to leave? I mean, the least thing that will happen, I, I don't want to come to church again. I want to leave. I don't want to. Why is it that? Watch everybody whose first indication or attempt in solving problems is, I want to leave. Have you left your home? Have you left your family? Some of you, your uncles and aunties have maltreated you. Still you are a member of the family. Some of you, when you see your uncle, you are shaking. Because your mother doesn't know what your uncle has done to you. So you are, you are a member of that family. Yeah, the fact that your shepherd has even done something wrong with you does not mean you should leave the family. Every family has problems. There's a black sheep in every family. There are family members that you wish they were not family members. When you see this, ah. Yeah. So don't stop church and don't say that you are leaving the family because of something. And something bad is happening even because of a family member. That is where you are. Are there not family members who have brought disgrace to your family before? Are there not people who have gone to do something? Some of you, as you are sitting here, your family member, your big brother is an armed robber, but you are still in the family. Have you, have you changed your surname because of your brother? Some of us, you know, your sister is almost like a prostitute. Everybody, and it's, it's shameful to you. You don't like it, but it doesn't cause you to change. Sometimes you see a church member, 
Look, one day they called the pastor and said, your member is fighting with somebody's wife at the bank. The church member who is a lady is going to fight with somebody's wife. He's fighting with the wife over the husband. At the bank, at the lady's workplace. And she went with her big sister who has a lot of shankus. can you? How, is that what the pastor is teaching? How can you go to somebody's workplace and fight with her over her own husband? And you are the side chick. Can you believe it? It's, it's, and they call the pastor that this is what your member is doing. They call the pastor because banks don't work on Sundays in those days. So it was a weekday. So they called the pastor, come and see what you are teaching your members. Yeah, fighting the one. Fight your member who is known, a leader, everybody there is come to fight with somebody over the person's husband. I don't think that any pastor would teach that in the... Uh, uh. No, pastor, but the people do it. Some of you, even as we are preaching, we give advice. You say, mm, I won't do it. I know what I'm going to do. But have, yeah, we have not. We have not. So there are people who will cause you pain. There are family members who will cause you pain, but that doesn't mean you should, you should change your family. You come to church, somebody do something, say, I'm, I'm leaving the church. You are not a son and you are not a daughter to, stand, to start with. Watch out for these people. Those people, sometimes they die mysteriously. They change churches because every church they go, they, are, they don't become sons and daughters. They are floating members. So there is no covering. There is no spiritual protection. There is no antibodies and antigens. There are immunity. Is weakened because they don't have mothers and fathers. They don't suck from any spiritual breast. They are listening to Pastor Chris. They are listening to T.B. Joshua. They are listening to everybody. They are listening to the person. They are confused. They, they are confused more than the fan. You see, the fan is always moving. It's confused. Confused people. They don't even know that they are confused. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Tell somebody I'm forever. Tell another person I'm here to stay. Tell the person sitting. But even you, when you offend me, I will still be here. Tell the person if you like, try. Tell the person, have you noticed that even when you offended me first time, I, I forgave you? First John chapter 2, verse number 19. Look at it. First John. I'm trying. First John chapter 2, verse number 19. Can we read it together? One, go. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have no doubt have continued with us. But they went out 
that it might be made manifest that they were all not. Amen. So those who move out, they were never sons and daughters. And I can tell you that it's the same thing that happens when they go to the next place. They also don't join. They don't become sons and daughters. Yeah. And look, if you know somebody like that, you watch. Those people, some mysteriously, mysteriously, sometimes some, they move around, but there's no covering. There's no protection. There is no one person that is said that this is where I belong. No matter what is happening, this is my home. I don't like it. This is not what I signed up for, but that is what has happened. What, what can I do? What do you do? You remain. You stay. What you do is that you stay wherever you are. Amen. Sometimes you have been rebuked sharply for no reason. For no reason. And you feel that, ah, I am misunderstood. This is not the case. It's okay. The actual one that you should have been rebuked, you, they did not. So it makes up for it. Are you getting it? The actual one that you were wrong, they did not even see it. But this one that, so you tell yourself that, Charlie, that thing is, uh, uh, this one has come for something. It's okay. How can you, he said you were sick and nobody visited you, so you are leaving the church. Meanwhile, we have given you a shepherd. You have not acknowledged, you don't even acknowledge the shepherd. You have not also sent a message to say that you are not feeling well. How are we supposed to know you are not well? How are we supposed to say, Pastor, but are you not a prophet? I should use word of knowledge. Yeah, I'm using word of knowledge. So I have not got your turn. I'm, I'm scanning from the members. So not, when they get your turn, will come. You have not informed us that you are not well. You have not told your shepherd you are. There's a reason why we have put you under a shepherd. So that when you let your shepherd know, the shepherd will let the pastor also know. They said, eh, even last night when I was not doing, nobody visited me, me because of the, this. I don't feel uh, connected. No. no. He that will have friends must show himself friendly. We have groups. Join a group. You can dance. You can, so that you'll be taken care of. Mm. You don't want to join. And the least thing, I'm saying that mark anyone, if you have heard anyone, that the least thing is say, I'm leaving. Mark that person. Mark that. It's not a sign. And those people, they don't do well. Because you see it. You see the inheritance. If you are a son and you are a daughter, you don't need to even beg. Your name will be in their will. There are things that flows naturally. There are things, there are blessings, there are inheritance. There are properties. There are things that flow naturally to you because you, are, you don't even need to ask for it. And because you are a son and you are, people will even give you things that you don't need. Because of who your father is. Because of who your mother is. Because, because your mother may have done something good to somebody. So when they say, oh, you are a son, you are a daughter. Ah. That's what David said. I have been young. He said, I have not seen the righteous forsaking. 
Later, his seed begging for bread. But here you are, you are not a seed. You are in the church, but you've not become a son or a daughter. So is it any wonder that you are begging for bread? Why do you think that David said that I have not seen the righteous forsaking and his seed begging for bread? That means that if you are not a seed of a righteous person, you beg for bread. It means begging for bread is very common. <laughs> Struggling. Struggling is very common. I've been young and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaking, nor his seed begging for bread. Because of who your father is, may you not beg for bread. Amen. I say, may you not beg for bread. Amen. Even me, they have laid red carpet for me. To walk on because of who my father is. They say, oh, is that Bishop Dax, uh, Pastor? Yeah, is the Then I was sitting with gray-headed people. There was no one below 60. People who have done ministry 45 years. Even their marriage is 35 years. They, uh, you can see that, hey, these people have been around for some time. Yeah, and they were all sitting, and they have given you the opportunity to preach. Why? Because of who your father is. Hallelujah. Not that they have known me, but because of who my father is. Doors are open. Become a true son and a true daughter. And inherit all the things that must come to you. In the name of Jesus. I predict all the true sons and daughters, you not beg for bread. You always have something to eat. You have something to eat and to spare. In the name of Jesus. Did you hear what the prodigal son said? He said, what nonsense is this? What is this foolish thing that I'm doing? Even servants in my father's house are eating bread enough to spare. And I'm here eating with pigs. Come on, I'm going back. What can come, can come. He said, because I am a son. He said, even servants, people who even associate with my father. And there are people, there are ministers who are not of this fold. Who are forcing, sowing seed, honoring, doing different things just so that the blessings that is upon our Father will come. And you see the true sons and daughters, it's like, I don't care. That is the, yeah, that is the scripture that we read uh, Friday, the Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse number 7. It said, I have, a, it's wonderful that servants, will be riding upon horses and princess will be walking on the earth. I have seen servants upon horses and princess walking as servants upon the earth. Yeah. Servant people, do you think that employees and servants, they don't have any inheritance, but even sometimes the employees, you know, when you are an employee and when you are a servant, Whatever you are doing, you are doing for the sons and daughters of the person who is, you will be awake 4 a.m. The one will be sleeping, but you are working for the person. You are working. You go in the sons and daughters, they, they, they are sleeping, they eat, they, they different, and you will be working, you are being paid. And everything you are working so hard for is for those who are sleeping. It's nice to be a son. It's nice to be a daughter. 
may you take your rightful place in the name of Jesus. On this Father's Day, oh, be a true son and a true daughter and see what will happen to you. Amen. Number three, sons and daughters believe in their fathers, believe in their fathers and trust them for everything. Matthew chapter 6, verse number 9 to 13. Jesus told them, after this manner, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive our debt as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, hmm? and the glory forever. Amen. Sons and daughters trust their fathers for everything. They believe. The first one is that they believe in their fathers and they trust in their fathers for everything. Amen. It's amazing. Thinking children don't do well. That's what the Bible says. Children, obey your parents. At a certain point in your life, you are not supposed to think. You are just supposed to obey. Because even when you think for four years, you can't get the right answer. Hello? Can you imagine that your uh, three-year-old son is sitting down thinking about how he will pay his school fees? You go and come and your, 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 your uh, four-year-old daughter is thinking that, hey, what uh, will I eat tonight? I, I need to make plans to eat. I mean, such children should be beaten properly. They're, you know, no matter how poor your father or your mother is, as a child, it's not your place to think about what you wear. It is your father's responsibility. Even poor fathers, they make a way. Poor mothers make a way for their children to eat. Hello? Am I saying the truth? Yeah. You may not have everything the way, but you will eat. You will not go to bed hungry. Amen. Yeah. The father, your father doesn't have money. Don't be agitated. Your mother doesn't. Don't leave it to them. They will sort it out. Hallelujah. I said they will sort it out. Don't be a thinking child. At a certain level, you don't need to. Even the government knows what is an infant. An infant don't have contractual capacities. So at a certain age, they say that no whatever you, your father or your mother should sign for you. At a certain age, yes, you can think, but at a certain level, you are supposed to just obey. You are just supposed to look up to your parents for whatever will come. Hallelujah. Amen. It's wonderful to see a son or a daughter who believes and trusts their parents. It does something. Sometimes the, the father, the mother knows that I have nothing. But because of the way these children trust and believe in me, I cannot fail them. If you see parents who don't care about their children, the children don't believe in them. So you don't believe in me. It's up to you. You already don't believe that I can provide. So, so be it. But when you see, I'm telling you, fathers and mothers who don't even have enough 
but their children really believe in them. They move everything to make sure that the trust and the faith that their children have in them is not compromised. Are you here? Believe in your father. Believe in your mother. Trust them. Hallelujah. Yeah, trust them. Sometimes they don't know when the, what you have asked or where it is going to. Do you know that children who believe in their parents, they don't even believe that their parents don't have money. Those who trust, oh, they know, oh, my father will, oh, he can even buy a plane. My father will sort out your father. You know, you don't know my father. If my father come, you, you will see. He can buy everything in shop right. If my father come, even this car, my father can pick it. Even this one, my father, you go to pick and pay. Can, Daddy, can, can you, can't you buy all I was You see, they will be saying fantastic things. Then you look at it, they say, hey, these guys, they really believe in me. <laughs> yeah, my father, he has strong because he is strength. You begin to see, they are saying things. They said that, look, if my father come, you will see. Father is, is very, well, if my father come, they believe, they trust. They, the way even they talk about their father. Hallelujah. Yeah, but there are sons and daughters who are filled with suspicion. They are filled with suspicion. And when you are supposed to have something, sometimes it's like it's not worth it. Hello? Are you seeing where, where, why problems are bound? Sometimes there's suspicion. That, hey, will, this man will he ever think of me? I say, okay, if that's what then. What you don't know is that feelings are often reciprocal. It's mutual. What you feel about somebody is the same way the person feels about you. Often what you feel about somebody is the same way the person feels about you. So check your feeling. Check your feeling. The way you look at your mother is um, is the same way she's feeling about you. Oh, I'm telling you, if your friend will be, will be open to you, you'll notice that that is how it is. Feelings are mutual. Yeah. Hardly, hardly will you feel very happy and, I mean, loving towards somebody and the person will not feel the same way towards you. Even unspoken. Unspoken. Yeah, unspoken. He's not spoken about it Oh, I really like you. I like the way that it's, that is there. When there's an animosity, the person feels the same way. You don't like me, I don't like you. You suspect me, I suspect you. <laughs> you hate me, yeah. And sometimes that is how you, 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 what you should use. Do you understand? As you are feeling that, mm, 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 I, I think that I'm not in the good books of the, of the pastor. It is true, because that is how you've been feeling. He's also feeling the same thing. But how, how can you talk about somebody negatively and the person is feeling positive? No, 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 no. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. So you don't trust your father, you don't believe. So let it be. 
So you can see that sometimes your parent, the father is giving money somewhere and he is not minding you. It's, be, it's not because of, it's because of your attitude. Because I'm ungrateful son and grateful. You, you've been born. You don't know how you came to be where you are. You have taken sides and uh, supporting your mother against either. It's okay. You just do whatever you want to do. You are the one who needs him, doesn't need him. Most often, that's how it is. As you insult him in his head and this thing, you feel that this person thinks that I'm worthless. Okay. He should be the worthy one. He should rise up and, and often you see that. I'm telling you, if you don't honor and you don't respect, you don't even rise up to the level that you were insulting the person to be. May God have mercy. Amen. Are you there? He said, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. He trusts the Father for provision. He trusts him for everything. Amen. Even forgiveness. He trusts and forgive us. Look at the scripture in Luke chapter 11 verse 13. Bible says, if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that acts? If we, being evil, know how to give good gifts. Hallelujah. Yeah, even as fathers, we know how. So when you trust God, when you believe, you'll be surprised. When you believe in your father, when you believe in your mother, you'll be surprised how the mother will move heaven and uh, to provide and do things that... I. I Sometimes because of your love, your trust, and your belief in the person, the person makes a way. Things that they wouldn't have done. They will even sell their precious uh, commodities, precious ornaments, jewels, just for you to be happy in life. I'm telling you. But when they know you already, you have written them off, I said, me, I'm already written off. They think that I'm a useless father. So let me remain. I will not bend backwards to make somebody who doesn't respect me happy. Will you do that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell, I'll, I'll say this to every lady. Be careful that that thing doesn't happen between you and your husband. Sometimes it may, you know, fathers, when you change and all that, but sometimes when it happens between husband and wife, there may not be recovery. If your husband suspects that you despise him, you don't respect him, you don't, when it twists like that, you, you may not be able to bring it, you know. The love will be nice, standing tall. But when these things happen and it tilt like this, sometimes with the help of pastors and all that, it can't come back like this. Especially the ladies who look like uh, uh, there's no uh, toilet in your house. You know, sometimes when you see some people, it's like uh, nothing bad comes out of them. Some delicate melting is like, whoo. And you have married a man who has suffered with, with life. True life, so he is not as refined as you. 
And if you have read your Bible, you know that man should be uh, fearful and wonderful. So you have married a fearful and wonderful man. And because of your upbringing, sometimes that is what happened. Because of your upbringing, you had uh, hot water and uh, cold water mixing coming out of the pipe. Do you understand? He even needs to come out. He had to stand in a small thing. You have to stand in a tap. And bath. And so there are so many things he's not used to. Don't despise. Don't think of him to be a villager. Or he's no use to salad. So when, when you give him salad, the way he's with you. Ah, what kind of person have I married? Hey! You are, you are spoiling your marriage. Yo. Who told you that because you can eat salad better than him, it qualifies you to, I mean, look down upon him. It doesn't qualify. You are spoiling your marriage. Maybe the person cannot eat sushi. Cannot eat sushi. When you say, well, mm, you want... He, he wants to vomit. And you can eat sushi. He cannot eat with fork and knife. Everything he wants to take, he uses the two hands. Put the chicken in the left and chill it like that. Then be careful. Be careful you don't despise. See it as your opportunity even to make the person better. Love the person. Don't let... Use it as an opportunity to increase your value in his eyes. Yeah. Don't laugh at him in your mind and they say that ah, what kind of person is this? You don't know how to eat salad. You can't eat with fork and knife. What even as for chopstick when you hold it, you are all over the place. Ah. Or the person cannot uh, drink. You know, there are people who don't. Anyway, let me know. <laughs> or when he eats, there's always something dropping. But it, when is it, it's because of you. Only you see him when he's eating. Nobody sees. So don't despise. There are people you despise the person. Despise the person before you notice I'll spoil your marriage. Because I'm telling the feelings are reciprocal. When it enters him that this person despises me, they say, hey, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Sometimes you've married a wife that you need to teach him even. It was, it was not taught uh, uh, how to use potty. Do you understand? There was nothing like that. Went to the bush. Uh, so now, instead of searching on the WC, stand on it. So no, calm down, calm down, calm down, and say it is. This. Don't, don't. Happily, happily enjoy. See that your your value keep increasing. It's wow, my life, my wife is showing me even how to sit on the WC. My wife is showing. It's very happy if you don't despise. But when you despise. Mm, mm, he gets or she gets the same. 
It's not only the guys who are bushels. Sometimes we have. Mm. <laughs> when a lady is bush, that one is serious. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to say it. Fine protocol will not allow me. So when you do that, oh, you notice that your value is going high. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to say that. So can't you pronounce this word? They said, oh, I think that the fellow, uh, the right, I mean, show the person nicely. Who love you? The wow. Always watching out for me. And the person is happy. Instead of making something as a means of increasing your value, you are rather using it to look down upon somebody before you notice. With all your grammar, with all your beauty and all the destiny, you see that he doesn't even look your way. He's looking for another person who will accept him the way he is. Hey! That will never happen to you. In the name of Jesus. So all I was saying is a son or a daughter trusts and believes. When you see somebody who believes in you, it, 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 it's a different ball game. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, next one, number four. I'm trying. You look at Jesus. The trust and the belief in his father is so much that after even the father told him to die on the cross, wow. when he was dying, wow. Bible said he cried, said, Father, unto thy hand. I commend my spirit. Watch out for those who said, ah, I knew. I told you so. Sometimes, I mean, you, you are not God, so you cannot be 100% right all the time. You can't be right. Are you getting it? So the father, your husband or your wife is wrong, doesn't mean that, ah, I said it. You are spoiling your relationship. Keep trusting. Say that, oh, it did not work. Ah. No, everything doesn't work all the time. Take another decision. I will stand by you. Don't say that, look, I told you, if you had listened to me, this wouldn't have happened. Now, let me take the decision that you... For no, no, no. Are you deciding again? I have been telling you, don't listen. All the troubles have come from you. It is true. It's not like what you are saying is true. It's not true. It's true, but don't say it. Don't say it. Don't come to me for Americans. I've canceled with you already. Luke chapter 23, verse 40. The Bible says, And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, unto thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said that, he gave up the ghost, even in death, when he was dying. Somebody who said that died, if it were me and you, you would be angry. That, hey, you ask your mother, are you sure I'm not a substance to this guy? You don't even say your father, is he? you call him guy. Are you there? But for Jesus to be able to trust his father even in death and commend his spirit unto him shows the highest kind of trust. May you also trust as a son. May you believe as a son and as a daughter in the name of Jesus. Number four. Hey, our time is number four. A son honors his father. Malachi chapter one, verse number six. A son honors his father and a servant his master. If I be a father, where is my honor? Amen. Now, 
that's that's why you need to shout. When was the last time you honored your father? When was the last time you honored your mother? And you keep complaining that I've been. You see, you've not been a proper son. Blessings. You know, when you sow, honoring, honoring, honoring opens a door for a blessing to come. God said, I will honor those who honor me. And those who dishonor me, I will lightly esteem. Hallelujah. Yeah. Jesus said, if anyone will give even a cup of cold water to these little ones in the name of a, a prophet, they will have prophets of God. And you don't understand why people are doing well in church, getting married, and your life is that. You've not honored anyone. Galatians 6, 6, come. We are giving to our father, you don't honor. Father's Day, come. You don't honor. Your father's birthday, come. You don't honor. Even handkerchief. Some of you that you are saying, run away, father. Have you, have you sent your father even a handkerchief or socks? When was the last time you did that? If you like, let's do interview. Even your mother that you say you love. When was the last time you said thank you to your mother? Not that she called you a talking and so thank you for, but you called on purpose to say, mommy, the one that you say you love is better than your father. When was the last time you called to say that, mommy, I just called to say thank you for all you have done for me. As I'm growing, I can see what it means to be a mother. I now value and appreciate you even the more. Forgive me for anything that I did when I was growing up. I can see. When was the last time? I don't want to uh, come to town. When was the last time? You say your mother is good and better than your father. When was the last time you did this to your mother? So you can see that even biologically, people are not true uh, sons and daughters. If not, I appreciate, they are always complaining. Uh, if my mother was a bit more resource, if she had taken me to better school, yeah, I would do well. This, hey, you have never said thank you for anything. You have not honor. One of the ways to honor is to obey. Obey. We honor God by obeying his commandments. Hallelujah. I can see somebody thinking, what are you thinking about? Hmm? Kina, you are thinking so much. You wish you had said thank you to your mom. Yeah, you, from here you need to go and say it. I'm calling numbers. When was the last time you honor? You say, oh, pastor, I don't have money. You are able to buy an iPhone 12 for a girlfriend. You buy an iPhone 12, 17,000, 15,000, whatever thousand it is. And on your father's birthday, you go and buy a razor blade. So that he can shave his beard. It's nice, but you yourself know who you honor. That girlfriend that is going to break your heart one of these days for me to pray for you. See, you come for prayer. You just wait and see. You call, you call, Pastor. It has happened. I said, Yeah, I've been waiting for you. 
You know, in the name, it's like, you know, even how much you give to your father is an indication of how you honor. Yeah. I said one day, one day I saw a, 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 a man giving a new phone to the wife's younger sister or whatever. And there was an appreciation. I don't know how I came to know. So this uh, pastor came to show me a phone that this guy has given him. The old uh, Sonny Erickson, the one they opened like that, that he has used and the thing, some of the numbers are not working. And he has given it to a senior pastor. And he also has a testimony to come and testify. So he came and showed me the phone. I said, ah, Wow, God bless this man. But I was saying that, hey, you are despised. Because just a week or two, the person had come to me, though, I want to buy something nice for somebody. And this is what I, a lot of said, oh, but I, I would do it. But when I saw it, I said, hey, maybe God wanted me to see what an Anna is. Yeah, what an Anna. Who they are now. See, people spend money. They spend money, any amount of money, on friends. But when it comes to their fathers, or my father doesn't need anything. It is true, he doesn't need it. But you don't give to your father because he needs. It's an honor. Hallelujah. That's why David said, I will never give anything to my God which will not cost me. Why do you think that uh, uh, Solomon sacrificed 1,000 cows, bullocks? You could have also sacrificed. I, 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 after all, God will not come fiscally even to eat a cow. But So why the need of killing one, one, two, three, up to 1,000? But it's an honor. And the Bible said that night, God came and said, ask what you, you want. And Anna provoke a certain blessing. There are blessings that you should have had, anointings that you should have gotten that is not in your life. Recently, I was telling one of our members that you are about to be sacked from your workplace. I said, you are about to be sacked because you're always complaining, looking for ways that they will increase your salary, and you are complaining you are not doing. I was in uh, uh, Pretoria having a meeting when he called that they have called him from disciplinary committee uh, meeting. All the people have been uh, sacked. But I looked at him. I said, I told you, they said, Pastor, it's true. I said, do you want to work there? He said, hey, I'm now seeing that where I am is very good. I said, are you now seeing? I lifted my hand. I said, Father, forgive him. For your name's sake, let him know that he's been Ungrateful, give him one more opportunity. When he came, he typed along a letter that I can use to travel. <laughs> telling me a lot of things. Hey, Pastor, thank you. And I did not know that I'm such. I said, You've been you've been so ungrateful. Anytime I speak to you, I hear the ungratefulness. Yeah. And this is somebody that the company has given a car free of charge. All through the company, you have a car. I 
said that your colleagues that you finish school with, they are moving around, they are not working. You have a car, you have a place, you have everything is working well with you. Why won't you be grateful? You are moving. You say, Pastor, I'm looking for this thing. There's an opportunity uh, in this. I said, be thankful where you are. I don't, I don't see my future here. I'm not progressing. I said, hey, brother. Now, as they gave him the warning letter in red, he sat up He said, Pastor, I'm very grateful. Thank you for the prayer. <laughs> Amen. Your boss, the people who have, the people don't honor. You are following. You are following your colleagues. Other uh, colleagues at the workplace to insult your bosses and to fight them. They will suck you. You will be reading the ceiling. You. <laughs> Anna. Whatever you don't honor goes away. Whatever you don't honor, you don't benefit from it. Hallelujah. I see you honoring in the name of Jesus. Ask yourself, who do you honor? I, you need to find out. I'm not just talking. I'm, I've taken my time because this is so practical that as you are here complaining that I'm not doing well, often it is because you are not a good son. Often it is because you are not a good daughter. There are people here that even if a man came to say that I want to marry this person, I will say, good luck. <laughs> I will not have any good thing to say about you. Though he's a good person, marry her, or he's a good person. I will just say that, good luck. And I will not explain. But there are people that if you told me, Pastor, I want to marry, I, will, I can suggest somebody to you. That have you, have you, have you... What about this one? What about this one? You see, when I'm saying, I said, don't look there, don't look there. The, the one that said, yeah. <laughs> when you look sharply, you will know that the person will know that we are talking about. Don't look there after then you, you look. <laughs> Counting from where I'm standing, one, two, three. <laughs> hey! hey! Then the person will come, hey, pastor, I did not, yeah, I think that it will, I saw it will work. To work and I, will, I can give the person your vital statistics. She joined the church for a long time. She's been praying, doing this and this. Yeah. But there are people that when you come, I say that. Good luck. The Lord be with you. <laughs> Malachi chapter 6, verse 9. Uh, Chapter 1, verse 1 to 6. Listen to this. Say, so, a son honored his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? If I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts unto you. O priest, that despise my name. Can you see that despising is coming again? They de despise my name. And you say, wherein have we despised thy name? You know, I, it doesn't even occur to If I'm in church and I'm giving offering, and I have even notes, brand new note and dating note. I cannot give the dating note in church. I can't do that. Yeah, it's all hundred rand. But I cannot, it, there's something that doesn't allow me to give the dating note because it's like, this is going to God. But there are people that they specialize in giving what is not good. The money that nobody is accepting, that's what they will bring to church. Look at it. Say, ye offer polluted bread upon my altar. 
You say, oh, God is not coming here to eat it. Oh, no, nobody will know. They say we should give. Yeah, we are giving. Nobody will know. It's, you are giving two cents, 10 cents. You, are, you put the 10 cents into the envelope. You are putting as though you are paying tight. If all fed polluted bread upon my altar, and ye say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. Contemptible, okay. And if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if ye offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor, who he be pleased with thee. Or accept thy person, say the Lord of hosts. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about Anna. You say you are going to honor somebody. You say you are honoring. Look at what you are honoring. If you gave that to your boss, will your boss won't your boss even find a way to sack you? It will feel that you have this, I mean, you have despised him. You've taken Tehran. As your boss is paying you and this and that. He's not asking you to do anything. So if you are going to Anna, why do you take Tehran? Or a blind goat? Something that is not working, that is sport. A cup that somebody passed to you. Or you don't, you see, the reason why sometimes people even give gifts. People who actually give gifts that cost, they give it in a certain way. But other people, the reason why they give gifts is just to do something. They have something that somebody wrapped, they don't have any use. Fairy Rocher, eh? that chocolate. The, the Easter egg. I don't know who eats those kind of things. Are there people that eat? Somebody sent it to you last two years. Then you have also sent it. The person also sent it. So the thing is moving. It's moving. It's Easter egg. You are moving Easter egg. You've gone to buy boxer shorts for your uh, uh, pastor. Who told you your pastor boxer shorts is, is not working? Has his wife called you to tell you? going to uh, look at where they are doing, uh, what do you call it, sales, yeah. and pick a lot of <laughs> racks and pastor. Who, who told you that your, your pastor need that? It's not amen. Your father doesn't need that. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's do the right things. Let's do the right. Sometimes when I watch, it's Galatians 6, 6 that we are giving to our father. I thank God for those who have amen. Uh, prophets and consider his his hand, his blessing, his anointing is also on them. Sometimes I see people, they give. I can't mention so that you'll be jealous that hey, people give that much. Yes, people give that much. As you give coins to Anna. Sometimes I think about it that hey, if our father is not Anna, then it's serious. These are the reasons why sometimes we are also not Anna. If you don't earn, how will you be earned? You have not sown that seed to harvest it. But I see you honoring in the name of Jesus. A son or a daughter honored his father. 
Somebody lift your hands and say, I'm going to honor my father. I'm going to honor my mother. It will cost me to honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, you can always know what somebody thinks about you, even through what they give you. Am I saying the right thing? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes something comes. One guy told me, uh, said, look, there's this thing that has come. You nobody has it. I want you to be the first one to have it. It's like somebody also won the used one for the father. Number five, a son obeys, sons obey their fathers. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So, long life is in obeying your father. Amen? You will never know. There are things that your father will tell you to do. Another time for that. But when you look at even Solomon, the wisest person, the wisest person, the obedience, what his father told him. He told him two things. He said, look, Joab, and she made these guys. If you leave them around, you will be toppled over. He said, don't allow them to go into the grave with their whole heads. And the instruction that your father can give you, it may be bizarre, but it can save your life. Amen. Yeah. Most of my uh, decisions and doings and my life was blessed. Not because I sat down one-on-one with the prophet, my father. No. As he stood behind the pulpit and he was preaching. Even when I got married, it was because of his preaching to come into the ministry, to be serious. I, I did not. The, the personal contact with him started later on, far later on. But everything he said from the pulpit, his word meant so much to me. His anointing came over me because I obeyed whatever he said. When he said, I prayed for, I fasted and prayed, and God showed me what is in my heart. I said, I'm also doing it. He said, if you want to be a good Christian, you need to bend back course and do this. I said, I will do it. If you want to be a minister, you need to marry Ellie so that you don't destroy your life. I said, I would everything he said. Some people, you have meeting with them one-on-one. You even tell them. You spell everything out. Unless they have lost their job and things are not working. You tell them, I'm your father. You beat them. They will even not do it. I think that sometimes I don't even know. I don't even know why people, you can see that this is where blessing is coming from. Am I your father? Do this, do this. They will wait till everything is over. And it looks as though God doesn't analyze. No. Sometimes we need to tell the truth. The pastor is the truth. I started late. I started late. Sometimes the things that people told you are doing, you are not doing it. There's somebody, you don't even pay tight. As a Christian, you don't pay tight. You don't honor God. When he says that, honor me. Bring that. You don't pay tight. You don't give off. You don't, how much more? You don't pay tight. Hey. 
and somebody is happily married to you. Number six. You know that if you are not obeying, it means you are rebelling. I don't want to go there. Because when the Bible says that children obey your parents in their love, for this is right. If you are not obeying, it means you are rebelling. And I don't want to tell you the consequences of it. So sometimes the reason why we are not doing well is not because even somebody has cursed you. You are not a proper son. You are not a proper daughter. Yeah. Well, was it yesterday or something? It was yesterday. I was sitting down. Then suddenly, the Holy Spirit brought somebody's name to me. So I just turned and I asked myself, how can I, how can I help this person? How can I help the, this person? The Holy Spirit mentioned the name of this person to me. Help. How can I help this person? Can the Holy Spirit mention your name? There is nothing you can do to change somebody's heart concerning you. Only God can do that. And it's the God that you don't honor. How can God bring your name that something is going to happen to you? Pastor, rise up and pray for this person. This God you don't honor. This God you don't respect. This God you don't even talk to. But as I was there, and the Holy Spirit brings somebody's name to me, I don't even need to find out about a person. That means that the person honors God. Something is about to happen. But God mentions your name. Will God mention your name to anybody to pray for you? When we talk about honor, I, you may not even... Listen, some people think that only rich people can help you to be rich. No. Even poor people can help you to be rich. Because a poor person knows the steps that they have taken to be there. They can tell them, hey, my son, my daughter, this is how I became poor. Make sure that you don't walk on this full step. When you walk here, you are rich where I am. I don't know how to be rich, but how to be poor, I know. <laughs> I don't know how to be rich, but how to be poor. I became poor by doing this. And this is what I have told you. Don't walk in my footsteps. And sometimes if you don't honor even your poor parents, they will watch you to walk in their footsteps till you also become a pauper. Because you want to honor only rich people. And the rich people also, they will not even tell you what they do. Most rich people, when you ask them, what are you doing? So by the grace of God, by the grace, they won't tell you. But as you honor even your poor parents and you obey them, they will tell them, my son, I follow their friend. I joined my money with somebody who was not in church. They will tell you the secret of their poverty. I wasn't serious when I was supposed to be serious. The person who wanted to marry me, I was looking at him this way and this way and look at what has become. Your mother will tell you, that, hey, don't follow the, the flashy guys, the ones that you don't like. If I had married that person, it would be better. Your mother can give you a secret. Because we've seen your mother with uh, different uh, uh, children from different fathers, so you, you, in your mind, she, she cannot advise you on how to uh, be a successful wife. She can. <laughs> she will give you a key to her problems. She will give you a key to her problems. That, hey, it is not as I thought. This is what has brought me here. Walk against the tide. 
Don't follow my steps and you will become better. Can I hear your loudest hallelujah? hallelujah? Today the church is quiet, but it's okay. Number six, sons and daughters do what they see their fathers do. Sons and daughters do what they see their fathers do. Even if bishops is preaching. I mean, Jesus said, I do what I see my father do. John chapter 5, verse number 19. The son, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. For what things soever he doeth, this also do the son likewise. Hallelujah. Yeah, one day he went even to a poolside. There were a lot of sick folks. He healed only one important person. And they see it and ask him, why have you left all? He said, I see my father healing only one person. Hallelujah. I said, church, let's do what we see our father doing. Amen. I said, center leader, but center leader, like the systems we've been talking about, let's look at the first, like whatever we are, they are doing, let's also copy and do, let's do what we see our father doing. Amen. Amen. And it will be well with us. It hardly will a, a son be wiser than the, 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 the father. Even King Solomon, it doesn't look like he was wiser than David. But by David's advice, he became. He told him, do this, do this, and you will become. Deal with Joab. She may. If the father had not advised him. Yeah. You know? It was easier for Solomon to stand on the shoulders of David and become who he became. If Solomon was a shepherd boy at the back of the desert, I'm not sure he would have become a king. Hello? I said, what your father has been through to be where you are. Don't, don't laugh. Don't despise him. Don't, you see, your father has laid a certain foundation for your education even to be the way it is. So as you are talking and you are laughing at your father's English, that his construction, and this, you don't know the school he went to. Even in his time, there was apartheid. You with all this free education and this, thing, you, you cannot even do well. So do you think that you can? You, hardly will a son be wiser than the father. David came from the back of the desert to be a king. From the back of the desert, Solomon sat in palace. He, when he, he was giving, there was palace. They, they were two different things. Can I tell you a story? Yes. A guy went to a restaurant, and after eating, he gave the waiter, I think, $5,000 tip. So the waiter was happy. He said, please, may I know your name? So then he mentioned his name was the son of uh, 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 a rich person, a daughter of uh, a rich person, Bill Gates. Then the father came to the same restaurant. So the person was so happy that today, if the son can give, the daughter can give 5,000, then me, the father, I'm going to have. When the father finished, he gave the person, I think, $5. Five, five or so dollars. So the guy was so disappointed. Then he, he, he showed his eye. Ah, you, 
your daughter came here, gave me five. And you, who is the... Do you know what the, son, uh, the man told him? He said, my daughter is a daughter of a rich person. But I am a son of a, a wood, a wood hewer. My father used to heal. His father is rich, but my father wasn't rich. <laughs> my father was poor, so that's how I have been given. He is, he is given because his father is rich. I am rich. Everything belongs to him. That, that is why. But me, my father, draws water from the river and heals wood. Firewood and cat. My father, he has a rich father. That's why I can give you. But me, I don't have a rich father. That's why I give what I give. <laughs> so who your father is, determine what you are going to get. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Amen. Yeah, do what you see your father doing. And the last one, but not the least, is sons carry the weights of their fathers. Sons carry the weight of their fathers. Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 3 and 4. Bible says, when I saw the son of my father, tender, sorry, when I was a son to my father, tender, and the only son in the sight of my mother, then he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my weight. Keep my commandment and live. Hallelujah. So sons and daughters, they will carry the weight of their fathers. Amen. Yeah, sometimes you see a father advising his sons and daughters. Carry it. All the stories, all the stories that Bishop has been saying. My father told me this. I also added to. My father said, don't drive somebody's car. I added. My father-in-law said, Build, make building an early project. You add it. My father-in-law always used to tell the daughters, you hear Bishop saying, a lady must wear a smile. You add it, carry the weight of your, you see, they have keys, but they will not, if you hear things like that, a lady must wear a smile. Amen. So there are two things. There are two things. Said I wanted to be a veterinary uh, uh, doctor. My father said no. But there's no difference between animal doctor and human doctor. There's the same learning. So become a doctor of human beings. Said that's why I'm a doctor. Said my father-in-law, the doctor went to school. He said he want to do uh, what do you call it? To become a secretary, he want. They said no. Become a lawyer. Said so Jews have only two things that their children become: either a lawyer or a doctor. Add it. Why won't you add it? Also, your father. Your father has not said, but somebody's father is talking. Why won't you add it? Said so my father told me, don't reverse a car into the road when you are joining the road. Don't go with reverse. Always go with add it. I can tell you number of them. A father carries the weight of his father. Sons and daughters, you will carry it. Amen? I don't want to say the popular one that you will not do. So let me work on this one. Yeah. That's why he said that. 
Don't borrow, you will borrow. So I don't want to talk about that one. I mean, as you are sitting in the bank, even you are wanted at the bank. The bank is looking for you. They can't get you. Your friends are looking for you. Your mother, you've borrowed even from your mother-in-law. I mean, how can you be that? Somebody has given you her, her daughter and you have gone to dupe the person in addition. Hey! And you are sitting here wearing somebody's shoe. May you carry the weight of your father. Do you know, as we become proper sons and daughters, you'll be surprised. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18, Bible says, the inheritance in the saints. That last portion. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know the hope of his calling. And hold the riches of the glory of his inheritance. In the saints. So your father has inheritance that is going to come over you. Amen. As we become proper sons and proper daughters, you'll be surprised. Why do you think that Jesus said in Luke chapter 11, verse number 13, that if ye being evil know how to give good things to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the good things to? Also to the children. So sometimes you are not doing well, not because God doesn't have blessings, but you are not a proper son. You are not a proper daughter. But as we celebrate this Father's Day, my prayer for you and for myself is that we will be true sons. We will be true daughters. We will not bring pain into our father. We will not cause our mother's pain. But when they look at us, they will always bless us. And they will always say, my son, my daughter, God bless you. May your father and your mother always speak well about you. May they speak in their hearts blessings in the name of Jesus. See, sometimes they are forced to say something, but it's not coming from their hearts. Yeah. But you know that the true thing that causes a blessing or a curse is the one that comes from the heart, that comes from the labam. And sometimes they don't even need to say for instance, a case that will affect you is not even a word. As you call somebody to cry bitterly, you get it? You have stolen somebody's thing and the person is crying bitterly. You may, you may not have said anything, but the pain can have effect on you. In the same way, as you do good things to cause the heart of your father and your mother to be gladdened and they I mean, wishing they are are married. You you, you remember what Isaac said. He said, bring me venison. Do something that will cause me to be happy. It's a catalyst. It will cause the reaction to be faster. I see your father blessing you. I see your mother blessing you. I see you being true sons and true daughters. And every blessing that belongs to us. Oh, yes. Your spiritual blessings will be your portion. People from outside will not come and take your blessings. People we have not known will not take your place. Physical parents will be a blessing to you. Spiritual parents will be a blessing to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. And may you be a partaker of the anointing, of the inheritance, of the blessing, the grace that is upon our Father. 
May you partake of it. May anyone who sees you see the Father. May the Father's anointing be upon your head. And may you not lack any good thing. I speak favor. I speak grace. I speak all sufficiency grace. I speak his covering. I speak his benediction. And I speak the blessings of Jehovah over everyone here and those watching in the name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.